Welcome to Anchor Daily. My name is Angie, and we are reading through the book of Daniel. Hello, podcast friends. Today, we start a partial journey through chapters one through six of Daniel, learning how he stayed on mission, faithful to God, even in the midst of exile and challenge. Today's intro, chapter one, verses one through seven, helps us understand exactly how Daniel and some friends ended up in Babylon. We know there was a battle, and we know the Lord in his sovereignty intervened and delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Wait, does that mean God abandoned the Israelites? Nope, but it does mean that sometimes God allows us to suffer the consequences of our own choices. After giving multiple warnings that went unheeded, God was making a point about Israel's idolatry and their failure to observe the Sabbaths for the land. You can read more about that in Leviticus 25 and 26. I'm sure some parents can relate. You give a few warnings, no behavior changes occur, and boom, the parent hammer comes down. Pastor David Guzik shared, quote, This was a low time for Judah and God's people. It seemed like that the God of Israel had lost out to the gods of Assyria, Egypt, and Babylon. But the book of Daniel shows God vindicating himself at a time when the conquest of Israel might have brought God's reputation into disgrace. End quote. In these first few verses, we learn quickly who King Nebuchadnezzar wanted and what he wanted the exiles to become. He chose the best of the best, Israel's teenagers, and he brought them to Babylon to indoctrinate them into the ways of his foreign land. King Nebuchadnezzar didn't just want to conquer the land. He wanted to conquer the people. He tempted the teens with royal food and wine. He changed their names to honor the gods of the Babylonians. And he promised a spot in the king's royal court after three years of devoted training. Pastor Guzik continued, quote, It's easy to think that God had led the Israelites down. He had let them down by allowing them to be carried away into Babylon. These exiles, kidnapped from Jerusalem, might have said, Why should we risk our neck for a God who has let us down? Yet they were committed to obedience, even if God did not fulfill their expectations. End quote. Did you catch that last sentence? As we read more into Daniel, we will see that sentence come to life. Yet they were committed to obedience, even if God did not fulfill their expectations. How can we, as one author stated, experience a connection with God that transcends the disappointments of this age? Daniel grew up in a protected, comfortable environment, kind of like a cultural cocoon. Everyone around him looked like him, dressed like him, spoke like him, believed in the same God as him. Until one day, when no one around him did, as he began a life of captivity. How did Daniel, as a young teenager, exiled far from home, stay devoted to his faith and not become resentful in the midst of captivity? When our own kids disappoint, a spouse leaves us feeling unfulfilled, a dating relationship unexpectedly ends, that job promotion never comes, 
The life we wanted versus the life we are living is miles apart, or what ought to be is not what is. How do we keep resentment towards God from reigning in our hearts? Daniel was able to stay committed to his faith because he believed in and experienced something that he simply could not live without, the one true God. God was bigger than Daniel, bigger than his circumstances, bigger than his own wants, desires, and needs. We are super blessed that God's mercies are new every morning. And that's a great place to start. When we develop and maintain daily practices that engage our relationship with the Lord, we stay connected to the vine. At Bethel, we call that the 1% life. You know, when we examine, name, and let go of unrealistic expectations that we're holding on to, we, in essence, unclench our hands to the weight of those expectations that we are holding and we open them up to hold him instead. When resentment is more powerful than him in our lives, our faith cannot thrive as it gets pushed to the edge and it suffers. The vine gets choked off and we can find ourselves hiding in unhealthy places of anger, bitterness, even rage. But the truth is we are incapable on our own of managing expectations and resentments that can follow. We need the Holy Spirit to give us strength, wisdom, and new mercies every day for ourselves and for others. It is only through His working power in our lives that we are able to daily manage our hurts, resentments, disillusionments, and disappointments. Jesus has overcome. He is the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome Him. We are imperfect people in an imperfect world who serve a perfect God. And in all that imperfection, no doubt, expectations will continue to be unrealized. But we have access to a daily connection with a perfect God who gives us his mercies to soothe the hurts and push back the darkness. Holy Spirit, come have your way with us have your way in us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.